0: This video was brought to you by Brilliant. Today, Ethiopia agrees to recognise Somaliland, South Korea's opposition leader is stabbed, and Japan deals with the fallout from a major earthquake. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday, the 2nd of January. Ethiopia is on course to formally recognize the self-declared Republic of Somaliland, a move which could make it the first UN member state to do so. It comes as part of a new Memorandum of Understanding signed between Ethiopia and neighboring Somaliland, internationally recognized as part of Somalia, but self-governing since unilaterally declaring independence in 1991. Crucially, though, this memorandum of understanding is centered on granting landlocked Ethiopia use of Somaliland's Red Sea port of Berbera. Ethiopian Prime Minister Abe Ahmed recently said that access to the sea was an essential question for his country, prompting some fears which were immediately quashed of a new war with Eritrea, which in the 1990s broke away from Ethiopia, rendering it a landlocked country. Currently, Ethiopia has to use Djibouti for most of its imports and exports. But according to Ethiopia's National Security Advisor, the Memorandum of Understanding, which precedes a formal agreement which will be ironed out over the coming weeks, will enable Ethiopia to use the port and the surrounding 20-kilometer stretch of Red Sea coast for military bases and commercial purposes for a 50-year period, while also allowing Ethiopia to build up infrastructure in the region. In exchange for this Red Sea access, Ethiopia will give Somaliland a stake in Ethiopia Airlines, its flagship carrier, and will recognize Somaliland as a sovereign state in due course. Somaliland, despite its de facto operation as an independent country, hasn't been recognized by any UN member state or by the African Union, so it's a pretty big deal. In response to the Memorandum of Understanding, Somalia recalled its ambassador to Ethiopia and convened an emergency cabinet meeting. The cabinet ultimately put out a statement describing the deal as null and void with no legal basis, adding that, quote, Somaliland is part of Somalia under the Somali constitution. So Somalia finds this step to be a clear violation against its sovereignty and unity. The Somalia cabinet also accused Ethiopia of endangering the stability and peace of the region. This all comes just a week after Somalia's federal government agreed to resume a dialogue with the breakaway Somaliland region, but it's not yet clear if this Ethiopia-Somaliland deal will affect this. Now, there's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make The Daily Briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us in your podcast app of choice to listen along. Next up, South Korea's opposition leader Lee Jae-myung has been stabbed by an assailant during a visit to the southeastern city of Busan. Lee, who leads the centrist Democratic Party, received emergency treatment before being airlifted to hospital in Seoul for surgery, though officials said that his injury is not life-threatening. The attacker was seen pushing his way through a crowd of supporters and the press, and was reportedly pretending to ask for an autograph before he stabbed Lee in the side of his neck. Police have arrested the suspect, who they identified as a man born in 1957 with the surname Kim. And at the time of writing, they're still investigating potential motives. Lee had been the Democratic Party's nominee in the 2022 presidential election, where he lost by just 0.73 percentage points to his conservative rival, the smallest margin in the country's history. Since the election, Lee has faced corruption charges, which he denies, as well as holding a 24-day hunger strike last year in protest of Yoon's new policies. President Yoon condemned the attack on Lee, and Lee's Democratic Party called it an act of terror and a threat to democracy, while the country prepares for legislative elections scheduled for April of this year. Our next story is an update on the earthquake which hit Japan on New Year's Day, killing at least 47 people and injuring dozens more. The 7.6 magnitude earthquake struck Ishikawa Prefecture in central Japan on Monday afternoon, triggering tsunami warnings across the western coast and sweeping some cars and houses into the sea. Prime Minister Fumio Kishida has sent 3,000 rescue officers to the quake site, calling the operation a battle against time. Around 120 people are still awaiting rescue, with 500 people also stranded inside vehicles at Noto Airport after nearby roads were destroyed and cracks of up to 10 meters appeared on the runway. There have also been new reports of a Japan Airlines passenger plane on fire at Tokyo's Haneda Airport, which is thought to have collided with a small Coast Guard aircraft on its way to provide earthquake relief. While all 367 people on the passenger plane escaped safely, five of the six crew members on the Coast Guard plane have been confirmed dead. The earthquake's damage to infrastructure is also still being felt on the West Coast, with around 33,000 homes still without power. The government has also told people to remain on alert as there may be more earthquakes over the next week. Next up in news from Europe, Romania and Bulgaria have now become part of the EU Schengen area. But at the same time, they sort of haven't either. After 13 years of political deadlock, on December 30th, it was announced that EU member states finally agreed for partial accession of Bulgaria and Romania to the border-free Schengen area as of March, which currently allows 420 million people to move freely between 26 countries. What partial accession means is essentially that travelers to and from Romania and Bulgaria will be able to freely cross international Schengen borders by plane or boat, but internal land border checks will remain in place. But both countries have been part of the EU since 2007, so why has it taken so long for Bulgaria and Romania to take these steps? Well, essentially, it's because of Austria. The Austrian government has long held up the two-country Schengen accession because of their concerns over illegal immigration. However, after the two Balkan countries agreed to tighten border security controls, Austria finally decided to adopt a softer stance. And the Romanian Prime Minister expressed optimism that an eventual agreement including land borders could happen this year too. Finally today, the US is expecting to see a historic decline in its homicide rate in 2023, according to preliminary data analyzed by AH DataLytics. Data from 177 cities was analyzed, and declines were seen in major cities, including New York City, Chicago, LA, Detroit, and others. Overall, researchers expect to see the homicide rate decline by 12.8% over the course of 2023, In addition to this, preliminary third quarter data released by the FBI shows that for the first three quarters of 2023, cities of all sizes saw a decrease in seven of eight categories of violent crimes and property crime, with only car thefts ticking up. As we step into 2024, many of us are contemplating our New Year's resolutions, always looking to improve ourselves and learn more about the world around us. And while our content is always a good starting point, a lot of the stuff we talk about can seem pretty complicated, especially when we dive into analytics and detailed data. But luckily, there's a fun and easy way to learn more, which doesn't cost thousands of dollars or take years and years of schooling. That's because Brilliant is the best way to learn maths, data science, and computer science interactively. And the good thing is that it doesn't take long to learn either. These complex topics are broken down into small but accessible chunks designed around your busy schedule. Even just a few minutes a day can help you with accumulating new knowledge over time in a fun and engaging way. As time goes on, you'll get used to that empowering feeling of learning too, because Brilliant isn't just about memorization and lectures. Brilliant teaches you by doing, using active learning techniques to teach you the principles behind otherwise complex topics, and ensuring that you actually understand what's going on. So, whether you want to brush up on your basic math skills, improve your employment prospects, or just have another New Year's resolution for 2024, you can check out everything that Brilliant has to offer free for a full 30 days by going to brilliant.org forward slash TLDR. Plus, the first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. Thanks for your support, and thanks to Brilliant for sponsoring this video.